I'm down as being from search, um, but I don't work for search. Uh, I sort of work for Bishop Allison or the bloke down the road, down the 1079 York, or the York Diocesan Board of Finance, or the Church Commissioners, or maybe, as Alison alluded to, maybe even God, uh, or perhaps more appropriately to say, try to work on this messy, flaky thing called the Kingdom of Heaven on Earth. So what I say are not the views of search, and they're not necessarily uh, the views of any of my various levels of bosses either. Uh, and I feel the need just to lay a little bit of a foundation, and this might be obvious why when I say some of the other things. And this was time for ten minutes, by the way, so we'll see. After a couple of, couple of years in a standard children's home set up, my first really responsible job was to run an emergency reception into care unit for kids who were being kicked out of home. And uh, after walking out on strike from uh, the social services department and not going back after a year of that, with occupancy rates of 166%, I got a job opening a new hostel on Holdness Road, which is next door to the Corn Mill Hotel. And I ran that for a year, many moons ago now, and... Uh, that was a very exciting experience for the first few months when a whole load of 16 to 18-year-olds turned up there with all this freedom and all this money that they did actually have at the time, and it was complete mayhem. But it got boring after about a year, and now I got the job that I have now. Um, and one of the first things I did with that job was to start something called the Whole Hostel Forum, which is a means of people talking to each other about, the, uh, about what's going on in this arena. And uh, in the fat years, when there was money around, we ran some pretty damn good services for homeless people that hostels or other agencies couldn't themselves run. And John Riley was actually part of one of those projects. I've been the chair of the, currently thanks to Mr Blair Staffless, Hull Independent Housing Aid Centre, for nearly all of my working life with the diocese. Um, I've been part of three at least partially successful campaigns to stop people's houses, mainly council houses, getting knocked down in the name of regeneration. And I've had the leader of the council and the chair of the housing committee go and visit a previous bishop to try and get me sacked for doing that. And I have just lost, there's been a reference to me being a councillor, well that's a later affectation in my life frankly, but uh, I have just lost a colleague, Rosie Nicola in Avenue Ward, because we uh, did not stand in the way of what is Westbourne House, this assessment unit that David's referred to. So it should have been me that lost the seat, but unfortunately for Rosie, it was her. So, and there's some personal stuff, and what you said, Stephen was very interested, but I'm trying to just stick on my word with that. So, I want to say four things and then a minute about each of them. Firstly, there is no shortage of housing in Hull. Secondly, the agreement about the number of rough sleepers is pointless and the obsession with them is counterproductive. Thirdly, there are too many Christians looking to sell their consciences by sapping sticking plasters on problems rather than doing anything genuinely sacrificial about them. 
And fourthly, I'll pour it on the oven. <laughs> and fourthly, the breast beating about lack of affordable house building anywhere, including in Hull, is utterly counterproductive as well, since new house building will never be affordable for the vast majority of people that we're concerned about. And there's a whole professional elite making sure that it stays that way, frankly. So I want to say just a little bit more about each of those things. And, and these thoughts are, arise out of my work and also discussions about the workshops you'll go into and the framing of this day. So that's also why I'm saying these things because of the things I think you're going to be talking about in the workshops. So firstly, there's no shortage of housing in Hull. Look up on a wonder down Hessel Road. Or ask about the levels of under-occupation in the owner-occupied sector. Or wonder why house prices are still so low in Hull. The problem is not the supply. The problem is the distribution. It's the same with wealth and inequality. There is enough to go round. The problem is the distribution of it. Secondly, so what we do about that <laughs> Secondly, the argument about the number of rough sleepers is pointless. I was going to say, I don't care. I mean, that's not, that doesn't sound quite right, does it? But I, I don't care whether it's 20 or 200. There is plenty of provision at the point of need. The problem is generally lack of support once a tenancy is taken up, that we don't have enough wet house provision in whole, that Emmaus is the only example of not having to fit back into the normal way of life, and frankly, it's just too expensive to replicate that again. The problem is deteriorating mental health due to welfare reform, in my opinion. And finally, it's the maybe 2,000 people, is a guess, and we've tried to do a bit of work on working out this, but I reckon there's probably 2,000 people sleeping on other people's couches. And, you know, whether they have the volition to get a place of their own doesn't matter because they simply cannot afford it, even if they wanted to, even if they had the wherewithal, they would not be able to afford it. So we're talking about thousands, not hundreds. So the obsession isn't helpful. Thirdly, oh, this is about Christians, salving consciences. Everyone wants to do their bit. Well, most of us do anyway. And charities thrive on that, of course. And many people don't feel able to directly engage. But the Twitter sphere has opened up a number of ways of doing something. Leave a latte for a homeless is that way, latte, latte. Uh, for a homeless people. Um, fill up a rucksack or get on yet another soup run. Opening a night shelter is a bit more heavy end, I admit, but I've already had a discussion with Alastair about um, uh, about a workshop here predicated on that idea. If I was going to suggest something, it would be to become a humble care at that assessment centre volunteer and set up a long-term befriending scheme and leave it when you've made a relationship with one of those, those homeless people who's actually moved on. Or, train to be a housing advisor at the soon-to-be-reopened HiHack, the housing aid centre. Please, God. 
or start a night shop, night stop scheming hole. We've never had one here, and I don't know why. And I think they're really, they're frightening, because it's about having a homeless person in your home temporarily. But I can tell you about that. It's not as frightening as it seems. And a night stop scheme, I think, would be a very practical thing to be doing. So there are things you can do that perhaps are a bit more sacrificial. And, <coughs> and fourthly, what's the fourth thing? Yeah, oh yeah, lack of affordable housing. Do not wait for the government or the council to create affordable housing. They won't. We need to make our own. I'm so pleased that Martin from Gyroscope is here. They have been for 30 years doing this. Making affordable housing for people. It is possible to do without somebody telling you, you know, where are we? This is the world of the caravan. This is, we make temporary accommodation for the world. Well, we're waiting to do it in Sherbourne and Elmer, or wherever it was you said. Come up to Bransome and look at the house prices. Liquidate your ISA, find a friend, buy a house, become a landlord, put some people in it, become the answer to the problem. We can create affordable housing if we want to. Rent a room in your house. It's even tax efficient. And you might say, none of those are permanent problem, uh, uh, answers to the problem. Well, the only permanent solution to all this is to be dead. So I think we've got to get a little bit more active in our solutionizers. Thanks.